0: Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Ichigo, and he wants me to cover the topic of synthetic lovers. This is what Ichigo has to say. MGTOWs often bring up Japan because of the herbivore movement and the panic it's causing for the Japanese economy. A great number of herbivore men indulge in dating sim games and porn in lieu of pursuing women for sexual gratification or even love. If they can afford it, Men also go to hostess clubs, where men pay to have drinks and casual conversations with women, a sort of rent-a-girlfriend service. That's not to say that a growing number of Japanese women aren't partaking in such activities as well, as host clubs are frequented by single women as often as men. In one way, Japan is a sort of a looking glass for the rest of the world in how MGTOW can affect society. I'm including two links on the subject of love in Japan to help with your research. Well, thanks Ichigo for your comments and bringing up this subject. I've also included those two links you've mentioned in the description below so that everyone can watch them and get a little bit more background on where you're coming from. After watching these two videos I began to make sense of what I've been seeing most of my life with regards to synthetic relationships and lovers. We've all been having one form of an artificial relationship or another, and this has been going on for a long time. But they've been pretty basic up until the 1990s. When I was in high school, I was in a very multicultural school, and there were a lot of Japanese and Korean kids in my classrooms, and they were obsessed with Tamagotchi. For those of you unfamiliar with Tamagotchi, it's a handheld digital pet that was sold by Bandai in 1996. It came out just in time for my senior year in high school, and people in my class were obsessed with it. They were constantly feeding their tamagotchi instead of paying attention to their schoolwork, and their tamagotchi was basically getting all the attention. The Asian kids played with the virtual pet, and many of the white girls also had synthetic baby dolls they were given in their home economics classroom. The baby would measure how you took care of it through a bunch of sensors that would lay inside of it. These were the first truly virtual types of relationships I saw in my life. And if Tamagotchi was so popular in Canadian classrooms, I can only imagine how it must have been influencing Japanese culture and society at that time. If one had a relationship with a virtual pet, this might have eventually led them into a virtual relationship with a virtual girlfriend or boyfriend. As additional research for this video, I watched the Spike Jones film, Her, It's about the virtual or synthetic relationship between the main character Theodore and Samantha his synthetic operating system. Spike Jones wrote and directed this film, and I think it's quite forward-thinking with regards to technology and human interactions. Computers are moving forward, and one such computer is Watson from Jeopardy. The computer Watson was eventually beaten by Rush Holt, but the next generation of Watson type computers will probably be unbeatable by human beings. Once we have the technology to create almost perfect voice synthesizers and computers with better artificial intelligence, or the ability to mimic human behaviors and respond to our input with virtual companionship, this will basically spread throughout the globe. The lure for men with this type of technology is the idea that they aren't being nagged by a real woman, and that they have the option to turn it off at any time. And the lure of a virtual relationship for a woman is that the male avatar she's speaking to will always say something that makes her feel special, wanted, and protected at all times. And men are also paying for virtual companionship and going to host parties. But if AI systems gain the ability to correctly synthesize the human voice and respond and react to an individual's personality and communication style, then we might see the breakdown of traditional relationships in Western countries. Today, many of us have virtual relationships with our cell phones, and we don't even know it. The cell phone is like the Tamagotchi, because if you don't charge it or feed it energy, it effectively dies. In essence, your phone is like a virtual pet, and you have a relationship with it. In the 1990s, before cell phones became a mass user item, I had a pager, and this is my first experience with such relationship technology. I was laughing at kids that were playing with Tamagotchi, but at the same time I never saw my pager as a virtual pet, which essentially is what it was. I had to keep charging the battery and running to the nearest payphone to make a call if someone sent me a message. I saw it as a way to stay in touch with the people that were around me, but in reality I had to constantly work on the relationship I had with that particular device. What I find interesting in Japan is that women seem just as interested in synthetic relationships as men in that particular country. They would rather pay for a relationship at a host party with a guy just so they have someone charming and interesting to talk to instead of being with a man in a relationship. They want a man to listen to them, yet not have sex with them and objectify them. Japan is a culture where everything is objectified, including the people so I can understand if the people there are tired of being considered objects themselves. With regards to MGTOW, these technologies and changes in behavior in the future will create a greater number of men going their own way because they will create more options with regards to gaining different types of sexual, social, and affection experiences and fulfillments without the hassle of being in a pair bond. And in Japan, women are probably emulating men. As more men go herbivore, more women go dry fish ladies, so to speak. So in the future, men and women's lives in the western countries might look something like what's going on in Japan. A man pays for an escort for sex, then he pays for the affection at a cuddle cafe, and then he goes home to talk about his day with his artificial intelligence operating system. The Vice video in the description below shows you how it is possible to replace relationships with services. Each and every single aspect of the relationship can be bought and sold in Japan. Corporations and crime syndicates have destroyed the family unit, and now they're taking every single aspect of it, commodifying it, and selling it back to the disenfranchised masses. The only one that hasn't gained mainstream appeal is gestational surrogacy. Maybe there should be surrogacy in nanny services for men and women in Japan. Maybe they can increase the birth rate if they can commodify the creation of life itself, and make it culturally acceptable at the same time. If such an idea were to gain traction anywhere around the world, it would most likely happen in Japan. Japan is also working on the artificial womb technology. In my opinion, in this point in Japanese history, this is probably the only real way to get their birth rate up. The social and cultural damage is way too high in Japan to be effectively repaired. Maybe the government will step in and eventually pay to have children born and then create cuddle services, and hire people to raise these children so that the government will have future citizens to pay taxes into the social safety net. Many MGTOWs assume that the artificial womb technology is there to free men from having children with women so that they can keep custody of their own kids and raise them more effectively. But what if the artificial womb is used by governments to grow its own new citizens? This is something we haven't spoken about before. If the right formula or mix is created for virtual or synthetic romantic relationships, then what's to say it can't be done with parental relationships as well? Why can't we create synthetic parents? Then we can really have a dystopian nightmare that we see in Brave New World. Most of us watch pornography, and what is pornography but a virtual sexual relationship? And people are going onto websites like Chatterbait and paying for private sex shows. Everything is becoming increasingly virtual in our society thanks to technology. Vitamin pills are like a virtual substitute for the nutrients that we find in our foods. Facebook has become a place to hang out with our friends in a virtual way. Everywhere we look, the virtual is replacing the real. People are connecting to each other in ways that are increasingly disconnected. To understand why this is happening, it's important to look at the work of Marshall McLuhan, a famous Canadian communications theorist. He coined the term global village, as well as the medium is the message. Marshall McLuhan said that everything we build is effectively and essentially an extension of our bodies. The car is an extension of our feet, clothing is an extension of our hair and skin, a spear is an extension of our hands, and the cell phone is an extension of our voice. Technology extends the power of our bodies outwards into the environment. And all these technologies that we use around us have made the world a much smaller place, but at the same time, it's much less personal. And people are increasingly accepting this trade-off in their lives. Almost any person in the planet can speak with billions of others, but in doing so, the connection gets less personal and more diluted. And now that's spilling into virtual relationships as well. Men and women can effectively speak to hundreds of people on a daily basis, But the more people we speak to, the less real emotional connections that we have with each other. And keeping virtual relationships dilutes the potent connections we men once had with women. And I for one think that's a good thing because it eliminates all of the bad things like nagging, women stealing or wasting our resources, as well as using us as utilities. So women have less control over us men because we can partition our interactions with them. Technology basically allows us to get what we want without having to compromising our own desires. Anyways, I've brought up a lot of things in this particular video, and I don't really have anything else to say. Once again, thanks to Ichigo for his donation, and thank you for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.